You're listening to the Seek First podcast for students with Stephanie Akiyama and Kurt Petershawn. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Seek First podcast. Yes. With Stephanie Akiyama. Yes. And Kurt Petershawn. I know. That is us. Glad y'all are here. Yes. Oh, man. Um, So we have been in this super deep conversation (laughs) uh, for a couple weeks now, just about, well, we talked a lot about witnessing, and then, um, was it last week or the week before, did we start with apologetics? Two weeks ago. Two weeks, yep. And then last week we talked a little bit more specifically about arguments maybe for the existence of God and all of that good stuff. So it's been been a lot of fun, and I know that... um, like we say every week, if you guys are kind of listening to this and thinking, I didn't understand what you just said, or I have another question about that, or whatever, please email us. The email's on the end of this, or if you have one of our numbers, text us and yeah. let us know if there's um, kind of other things you would like us to talk, or we can just talk, you know, one-on-one. Yeah. You know, we know yeah. a lot of you who listen to this, so um, please reach out. We would love to kind of continue mm-hmm. these conversations. So this week, this week, what we're going to talk about is... Um, if it kind of jumping off from last week, right? Yeah. So l- last week we, we sort of ended with, okay, it seems like it's reasonable to say there's a God. Yes. Some kind of being. So we didn't really get, we're not into the Christian God yet. Right. Now, again, caveat, we are Christians. We believe in the <laughs> yes, Christian we are. God. We believe in Jesus. <laughs> yes. Um, and all that. We're going to get there. So, but really last week we just kind of ended with, okay, could we have a conversation with somebody where we said, okay, at least it's reasonable to say there, there's a God. Right. Okay. So this week, here's where we want to go. We just want to go, okay, now what would that God be like? If that God does exist, yes. what would he have to be like or yes. it or whatever? Right. Um, how would this God be? What would he, how would he act? What would, what he would be his like? characteristics what would his characteristics be? be? Yes. All that kind of stuff. Um, and then is it possible that the Christian God, mm-hmm. um, as revealed in scripture, right. meets some of these qualities. Some of these qualities. Yeah. So again, uh, Stephanie, and you said this last week, you know, we're, we're kind of trying intentionally to have some of these conversations without using the Bible just as our, as our reference sheet or something like that, because, and it sounds almost like heretical to say that, but <laughs> listen, please don't, don't crucify us on this. We we're just love saying, the Bible. Yes. <laughs> this is why it's called the Seek First God. <laughs> yes. We seek first God and everything that we do in his word and all of that. But listen, we know that having a conversation with somebody, right, who doesn't believe any of that. Right. It's, it's very difficult for them to, if I just said, well, the Bible says this for them to go, well, right. I don't They're believe like, that. They're like, Dr. So. Seuss said this, but yeah. right, right. They don't, yeah. they don't track. So we're at least just trying to go, okay, can we just think logically for a little bit yeah. and have a conversation that starts there? Right. Maybe just get on their level. And then can we then open the Bible and go, now does that logic line yeah. up with what we see? Yes. Right. So yeah. hopefully so good. we're going to get there today. So here's what, just as we have thought about this and done our research and, and, and looked and read and all that. Um, here are some things, and I have six things 
Um, and I know you you mentioned like a couple that are kind of more big headings. I, right, I would right. say. Right. Right. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, this is a good list. Yeah, six yeah. things that we would say. Okay, now if it's reasonable to believe that there is a God of some sort, we don't know who this God is yet. We just right. know there 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 could be a God. What would this God have to necessarily, be like? Necessarily. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, necessarily be like. So that just means you know. As we think logically, as we mm-hmm. think kind of rationally about this, if he's God, he's going to have to be some of these things. Right. Right. Okay. So let's start with kind of the sort of the obvious things, right? So, first off, I will, I'll just present this one that this God would have to be outside of, there's three things he would have to be outside of, right? Yeah. He would have to be outside of, first of all, time. Right. Right. Yeah. So why would he have to be outside of time? Well, we know created it. <laughs> time is a creation, right? Like scientifically speaking, the, right. like, time is something that exists in the universe. Yeah. However you want to phrase and it. Look, you know, there are people that can talk way more smart, <laughs> smartly about these things, but there is time, right? right? And so this God, if he created time, could not be bound by time. He right. would have to be outside of time because time, if he was bound by time, he couldn't create right. time. Yes. Right? You have a better way of saying that. Than no, I, I think just... that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that, I think that works. That um, works. He is not bound by time. Not he bound by time. cannot be. Yeah. That cannot be a God um, attribute. Yeah. So uh, a word we could put on that would be eternal. Eternal. Infinite. Eternal. Yes. Um, no which I think was as no you were... Ending. Right, you, didn't you have somebody you looked up that said that yes. was certainly one Thomas of Thomas Aquinas, one of the necessary qualities of God. Yes, right? he said that God needs to be uh, infinite. He is in no way limited, right. not by time, not by place, not by anything. He is yeah. infinite. Yes. Yeah. So not by place. That would be number two. So he would not be bound by time. Number two, um, he would not be. He would be non-spatial. That's a way, one way of putting it. But he would be unbound by space. Yes. Right. Unbound by space. Um, we we might use the word omnipresent. Mm-hmm. So he could be everywhere at once. Um, I, you know, I, and I think anyone would agree with this that you know if there is a God, then kind of necessarily, yeah, he he is all existent everywhere. Yes. Um, because he, he be. is God. He is outside right. of time. And he is outside of space, so yeah. he is not bound by any particular area, any particular space, right? To be where he wants to be, yeah. He wants to be there, um, which is pretty cool. And then number three, um, he is non-physical. Yes. Okay. Because so the universe is made up of these three things, um, which is kind of cool. Because we're going to get to this later that God is Trinity, but the universe is a Trinity. Yes. It is made up of time, space, and matter. Right. Okay, so we have time, uh, we have space out that everything that is kind of all the matter is in space, right? Yeah. So we have time, we have space, we have matter. Because if God was bound by any of those things, then he couldn't create all of those things. Right. Right. And if there were no time, only space and matter, right, that, that God, you know, if he couldn't create time, but he could only create space and matter, then when would he put the space and the matter? Right. He couldn't put it any time, right? right? And if no he didn't do thing. it, who did it? Right. And if he didn't do it, who did it? Yeah. If there were no space, but there was matter and there was time, where would he put the matter in the time? Right. There'd be no space to put it in. Yes. If there was no matter, there was only space and time, what would he put in the space and the time? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he would have to be outside of all this. I know that's a crazy way of saying all that, but God has to be outside of those things, the right. trinity of creation, Yep. because if he's not, then he can't create creation. Right. Right. Um, which is interesting too, because as you look throughout, you know, whatever, Roman, Greek, you know, uh, Egyptian yes. mythologies, um, that their gods, we, we always see that their gods are not 
always outside of those things. Well, for for one thing, they have many gods. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. they can't even conceive of there being... That are a lot like Marvel superheroes. Yeah, yeah. pretty <laughs> right. much. Right. right. Like, for instance, the Egyptians would worship Ra, yes. who was really just the sun. Right. It was the sun god, and that's mm-hmm. who they worship. Or Baal yes. um, was that god for the like the Babylonians. Right. Right. Um, so it's always kind of these gods made in men's yeah. image. Image, right. Just an interesting thing. It is cool. Um. Okay, so then we get to uh, three things that are a little bit more um, philosophical. So, right, he, he has to be outside of time, space, and matter. Number four, he has to be intelligent. Yeah. And you would say not just intelligent, supremely, perfectly. Yeah, right. Intelligent, right? The most intelligent. Um, a word we could put on that would be omniscient. Yes. <laughs> All-knowing. Yes. All because, knowing. again, as we see, we talked about this last week, the teleological argument, the right. intelligent design, um, the complexity of the universe, complexity of every complex part of the universe, whoever did it right. would have to be intelligent. Yes, but he is not only intelligent, he he knows all already. He's He doesn't need to learn anything. Yeah. He's never surprised by anything yeah. or shocked by anything because... He defines intelligence. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. He knows all. Um, he defines truth and falsity. Like he mm-hmm. is the definition of those things because he knows all things. Yeah. And so truth is his truth. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's a good way too that brings me back to like, you know, him being non-physical and non-spatial and non-temporal. So like he, he is outside of time, space and matter. Therefore, he controls... Absolutely. Time, space, matter. Right. And I know one of the arguments that people will make about, well, you know, things that they might see in the Bible and go, well, that that could never happen. The Red Sea, like that's just completely illogical that it would split into or um, the walls of Jericho being right. crushed down like that. You know, that, that's never going to or whatever. Yeah. The sun standing still. Right. Like these things are miracles we see God do in the Bible. Um, but they're assuming Right, that God would be bound by the natural laws of right. time, space, and matter. Right. Where again, what we're saying is, no, no, no. I th- it would be logical to assume if this God created all that, yeah, that He's not bound by those That's laws. Exactly right. That He would stop the sun when He wants to. That's In fact, exactly the Bible talks about this. Right. Yes. Um, he decided where the ocean would begin and where That's it would exactly end, where right. the sun runs its course. Yep. All the things. Um, so yeah, the miracles are not. If you think of it that way, miracles kind of lose their. Um, impossibility, and you go, oh, well, okay, if he created the sun, right. if he created my body as well, he could heal it. Yes. He could raise it from the dead. Right. He could do whatever he wanted. Yep. So, I love it. He is that God. Uh, number five, he would have to be something. This God would have to be absolutely good, yeah. uh, moral, right? Because, um, again, like you just said, he defines these things, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, by definition, if he is the one deciding like what is right and what is wrong, right? Then he would have to be the perfection of that, right? Right? Like I am the, he's the compass needle yes. to, he's the absolute north yes. of our looking at, okay, what is right? What is wrong? What is good? What is bad? Right. What is good and evil? God is the perfect good. Yes. Um, and any divergence from that would be, then be what we call right. sin or just wrong or yeah. evil. Not right? God. Not God. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and then lastly, the last one I have would be, he would have to be personal. Um, and I think this is an interesting conversation because um, I don't know if everybody would agree with that one, but mm-hmm. I would say he would have to be personal because if we believe that he is the creator of all things, mm-hmm. we are part of the things he created. Right. We are persons. Yeah. We have emotions and we have thoughts and we have feelings and all the things. Right. Um, and so... You know, if you look at uh, the work of any artist, any creator, you're going to naturally be able to tell something about that artist, right? Right. If you yes. if you are a, 
a, a connoisseur of paintings. Right. You know, you can tell something about a Rembrandt, a Picasso or whoever by looking at the art that they create. Yeah. Um, I think we are, it seems logical to me to say we as his creations or again, the sun or the, you know, you can say right. the ocean. Okay. God must be powerful. He must be immense. He must, you know, whatever right. you look at the whole universe, but you just look at a person and go, okay, well he must be personal. He yeah. must, if he's going to create persons with these qualities and the, then this God must have this as well that yeah. he has bestowed to us and bestowed to all of his right. creation. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. I think that's awesome. You look at chipmunks and dolphins <laughs> and you know that he is playful. Yeah. Hey, well, <laughs> he likes fun. <laughs> he, he, yeah. God is not a boring God. No. Absolutely. He's awesome. So to kind of sum all that up, we, we would have, if, if that, if God does exist and he would have to be these things, here's the six things that I would say, it would be logical to assume that our God is this. He is spirit. So yes. he's not physical, right? He's right. spirit. Um, he's not bound by time. He's eternal. Mm-hmm. He's not bound by space. He's all present, omnipresent, always present. Um, he's all knowing. He's good, perfectly good, and yeah. he is personal. Yes. Okay. So I don't know. What do you think of those? I love is it. Is that a pretty Look, good list? That is a great list. Um, I was gonna say, um, as I was doing my research, one of the th- one two phrases that I kept running into, um, that different uh, philosophers and theologians, some were Christians, some mm-hmm. weren't. As they were pontificating about what Ooh, God thinking must, really hard thinking really hard <laughs> about <laughs> about what God must be like, yeah. there were two um, phrases that kept coming up. One was um, God has to be the greatest mm-hmm. conceivable being, perfect in every way, perfect in every way. The other the other way that this was said was a maximally great being, meaning mm-hmm. if there was something someone greater or better in character or ability yeah then that's god right right right, right? Yeah. like so anytime we talk about these attributes of god um he is maximally these things mm-hmm. so if we talk about god's uh, goodness mm-hmm. he is the highest degree of yeah. good he he is infinitely the very good. definition of it that's exactly right yeah. he defines terms mm-hmm. um and the other thing is these attributes um as thomas aquinas said he, god is what thomas aquinas would say is simple mm-hmm. um which does not mean that he's dumb or or any of that but he is um all these things at once all the time. Mm -hmm. So he's never separated from any of these attributes. So like me, I'm nice. I would say I'm nice, Um, except for in the mornings when I don't (laughs) have my coffee. Like that's that's when I'm kind of snippy. Um, But, but, but God is never not these attributes or to say it without double negatives. He is always these attributes. It's like, it would be like asking how wet is water? Right. It, 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 you can't really even answer <laughs> that. how it. good is God is like yes. saying how wet is water. Yes. He just is good. That's exactly. Like he's water just is wet. Yeah. There's no way to say water is more wet or less wet or it's not, you know, it just is wet. Yes. I've actually, I think I've heard people ask, is water wet or is it like, whatever. Bless it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good way of thinking of it. I think. Right. Um, yeah. The maximally good. I think, you know, just to, again, to say perfection or if you want to use a Christian word, I think we could use the word holiness Yes. Um, or glory. Even I think glory is kind of the way he displays his holiness to us. Right. All his perfections, his manifold wisdom yes. and goodness and perfection and intelligence, all the things, creativity. So here's what's cool. Right. And, and we, we said, um, 
we are tr- we, we want to kind of start that conversation without going, here's what the Bible says. Right. Just go with logic. So I think we've done that. Yes, I think so as well. So I think it would be fair at this point for me as a theist, someone yes. who does believe in God, um, to then say, okay, now I want to go to the Bible and ask simply, does our Bible line up with these necessary qualities right. of who God is? Yes. Um, you don't have to look very far. No. Because Genesis 1-1, yes. the very first <laughs> verse of the Bible, and it says this, In the beginning time, mm. God created the heavens, space, yep. and the earth, matter. Mm. Right there in, in one verse. <laughs> right. We have time, space, and matter. Yeah. And we have God seemingly outside of because it says, in the beginning, God. It doesn't right. say... God was created or whatever. And even if somebody asks you, well, who created God? You say, well, whatever version of God you're talking about, if someone created him, then that's God. That's there's God. there's right, a God. Right. But yeah, we would say, okay, we have time, space, and matter that this verse is clearly telling us, again, this was written thousands of years ago by people who didn't have telescopes right. or scientific understanding of things to say, we believe there's a God outside of this who created these things. Yeah. And what's really cool is... Um, you kind of study the history of Genesis. Um, Genesis is such a fascinating book. It really is written as this introduction to who God is, right? Mm-hmm. And it, uh, I believe Moses wrote it. And yeah. he wrote it in such a way, especially these first couple chapters, to help his original readers who would have been the Israelites who just came out of Egypt, yeah. right? That would have been his original readers. Right. These people who had just lived in a polytheistic culture for 400 years. Mm-hmm. They didn't know who this God was. Right. They had heard stories probably, but they didn't know exactly. So... He was writing this as if to say, I want you to know, okay, you, you've been worshiping Ra, the sun god. No, no, no. God created the sun. Yeah. He can't be God if he's the sun because the sun can't create the sun. Right. You know? Yeah. But he's just trying to help them start to understand. And then he gets into, um, as you as you read throughout this, you start to see that he is all-knowing and he is good, right? Because he has this law and this yeah. moral code to him. And he is a person. Yeah. Because he's personal. And he, even with Adam and Eve, like he has relationship. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we begin to look at that and go, oh, man, the, the Christian God. I think starts to really line up with who even just the the logical philosophical ideas of who God would have to be it makes sense. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. In in scripture there are so many scriptures that line up with God being self-existent for mm-hmm. example for example before the mountains were born or you were brought forth or you brought forth the whole world from everlasting to everlasting you are God. Mm-hmm. And then John 1, which is one of my favorites, um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Mm. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. I mean, over and over, if we go to Scripture, then it lines up with what logically God uh, must be which I think is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that um, that eternality, self-existence. Yes. That's one of my favorite, just kind of to think about that a little bit sometimes. Right. It, it'll almost just make your head explode. Um, but just thinking through, like, what would it have to mean that um, God is self-existing? You know, so when we see God talking to Moses yeah. in the burning bush in Exodus, um, like 3, 4, and 5, he's talking to Moses in this burning bush, and Moses finally just asks him, like, who are you? Like, who is this God? Because again, Moses is from Egypt right. at this point. Right. He Lived probably, in Pharaoh's again, house. Yeah. He probably again has heard some of the stories from the Jewish God of like Abraham and all that. Right. But he's like, man, 
God, who are you? Who do I go and tell them is talking to me and sending me? Mm -hmm. And God says, I am. He says, I am is sending you. You tell them, I am, I am, right? Right. And you're just like, oh, that's such a weird way to answer that question. But it's like God was even saying to, to Moses, just look, don't try to sit there and to use your word, pontificate yeah. on all of what I am or who I am or how I am or don't don't try to define exactly right. everything. Don't try to put me in a box. Yes. Don't try to explain away everything that you think I could be. Just understand I am. Yeah. I am. That's I completely powerful. am. I always have been. I'm not existent because something happened to make me existent. Yes. I just am. It's yes. a verb. Like he yes. describes himself yes. with a verb. And the Jews understood because remember when Jesus said before Abraham was, I am. Ooh, they got mad as fire. And this is why if you read the Gospel of John, John, Jesus makes several, I think it's nine uh, statements of I am. I am the bread of life. I am the living water. I am the way, the the truth, and life. life. All these things before Abraham was, I am. Even when he's walking on water and they go, who are you? And he says, I am. Do not fear I am. That's what he says. It's like he is starting to (laughs) reveal himself to these people to go, look, I am. Yeah. You guys, I've always been. I was with right. Moses in the burning bush. Yep. I'm with you guys now. Love it. I am. So cool. So and, good, and guys. By the way, a little, little uh, fact trish, uh, history here. Um, the way the Jews um, used that, they took that I am verb, and that's where they got the name Yahweh. It came yes. out of that, right? Um, the Yahweh was a kind of a, a, a way of them forming that into a name. Right. Yahweh was that I am. Yeah. Such a cool um, way. And the Jews would just, that's how they viewed God. Mm-hmm. He says, this big God, this awesome God. So, okay, all that to say. Now, I think we're at the point where we can at least go, okay, they're logically, we, we would say it's logical to say there's a God. Yeah. And it seems logical to say that that if there is a God, he must be all of these things. Right. Um, so, could there be then any, or are there any philosophies or religions in the world that pretty well line up with the necessary logical reasonable ways of thinking about this god that must exist yes um from my understanding i would say there's three religions in the world that could at this point say okay we agree with all of that right um it couldn't be any religion that's polytheistic, Mm-mm. right? Like, again, we've talked about the, Egypt, the ancient Egyptians, and, right. and even today, like, modern-day Hinduism and things right. like that, where there's just kind of this many, it's sort of, which is funny, because if, like, if you go to um, an, uh, a Hindu country, they may very well uh, agree with a lot of what you might say about Jesus. Yes. Right? Because, yes, because oh, he's yeah. one among... He's one of our gods. Many. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so... Which, you know, to me, that is to say, well, then you don't really have a god. Right. If, 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 if there's many gods right. that you would say are competing or in some way for power or they're just all whatever, like, how did any of them come to be how they are? Right. Or anyway, and what we see is just all these kind of man-made stories and right. ideas. About, well, even New Age where it's like a force. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's not personal. It's right. not. Yeah. It's not some of the things that that mm. are that logically God must be. Right. Yeah. I was talking to somebody recently about that. They they sort of just more so believe in the um, what's called the horoscope stuff. Right. And trees and nature, which, again, I believe it's just that so many religions come close to this where they're yes. going, man, it seems like we can experience God in nature. So they just simply deduce, oh, nature must be God. Right. 
and we just go, no, 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 keep going. Right. Keep going. He's beyond it. The trees are shouting God's glory. Yes. The sun. No, don't stop at the sun. Right. Isaiah 40, where Isaiah says, look at the stars who created all these. Right. Where a lot of religions will look at the stars and go, oh man, they're gods. Yes. But no, Isaiah's like, no, 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 no. Go beyond that. Go beyond them. Yes. Look past them. Somebody created them. So... I think the three religions in the world that we would be left with, with all of this, that would mm-hmm. be the most logical, at least at this point, would be um, Judaism, mm-hmm. Islam, mm-hmm. and Christianity. Yes. Who would say there is a God, one God, right. who fits all of these characteristics. Yep. Now, again, if you're listening to this podcast, do not, uh, you know, <laughs> don't be writing me emails, hating <laughs> right. on me and be like, oh, you... We are Christians. I'm we not love anyway, Jesus. Yes, yes. Not in any way saying that um, Islam or Judaism are correct. I believe Christianity is. However, at this point... Right, where we are, logically. Logically, we could all say, okay, these three religions would all be like, their hands are still up. Right. Yeah, this yes. is still us. We still believe this. Yes. Now, here's the fundamental question, okay? If all of that is true, and I think it is, then we have to ask this question. If that God really exists and he really is the way that you say he is, is there a way that I could have a relationship with this God? Is there a way I could know him? Right. Because that's the essential question. Yeah. He could be that God, and there could be no way for you and I to actually relate to him, right. to actually know him, to be able to speak with him or live in his presence in yeah. any way, right? And this is kind of the fundamental problem of all religions to go, how do I get to God? Yeah. How do I know God? How do right. I have a relationship with him? Now, that is where we are going to greatly diverge from both Judaism and Islam. Right. Um, and I think we'll get there next week. Is that I think okay? So. Yeah. I think yeah, <laughs> um, that'll be good to jump into that. Uh, yeah, for next week. So, uh, any other thoughts just for for this week as in in what we've been talking about? You I know, mean, there's so much, and we could get really is, deep into like, a lot of this. Yeah, stuff, lots of notes, and just um, I think that I think that with the with the attributes that you covered, I think that that is fantastic. I don't think that I would have any of those that I would add to it. Um, yeah, I'm excited about next week going into talking about. How we know that Jesus yeah. um, resurrected, how we know yeah. that he is his truth. Yeah, so Jesus, yeah, and I, I think we can kind of foreshadow that now. Just that Jesus, the reason he came and mm-hmm. the, like the ministry that he had and the teachings that he delivered and the, obviously the work he did on the cross and yeah. his resurrection, um, he's the answer to that question. That's exactly right. right. Um, so yeah, next week and um, maybe even after that, we'll jump into just, okay, what do we see in Jesus from from what he says and from what he does? Could he be the answer to that question? Could he be the answer? Because again, as Christians, that's the question we have to answer. Yeah. Is Jesus... Is Jesus the answer right. here? Because if he's not, then we've got it wrong, and this podcast is stupid. Right. <laughs> but if he is, then it's everything. It's everything. He's everything. That's exactly and right. He has to be the one we give all of our right. all of our attention to. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's where we'll kind of go from here. Hopefully, awesome. this has been another good yeah. and helpful. I I, I hope conversation. Um, Again, I just want to say this um, as, as sort of a, a quick encouragement before we leave, because um, I do think about this uh, with this podcast from time to time. Just you know, it's so it's it's our hearts. I, I speak for you. You you tell me if I'm wrong, but um, it, it is our hearts. Just that this is 
something that encourages and equips um, all of you who are listening to this, and not just in the topics that we're talking about, but just in general in life, to seek first the kingdom yes. of God. We said this on the very first podcast, that the reason we're doing this is because we so want to see, um, whether you are a student, a young person, or if you're an adult listening to this, whatever, we want to see this generation be people, be be Christians who go, man, I want in every area and every aspect of my life, I want to seek the kingdom of God. Right. I want to know him. I want to know his word. Yes. I want to know how to talk about things that are sometimes hard to talk about. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to reiterate that and uh, Love that. just remind you yep. guys as you're listening, um, man, please just, Stephanie and I, we don't, we're not making these things up. I mean, <laughs> a lot of this is like, this kind of stuff is a lot of research and stuff like yeah. that on the internet. But for the most part, I mean, we're just in our Bibles and right. we love God and we just want to seek him out and yeah. know how, how can I have a conversation with somebody about whatever yeah. um, in a biblical way. Yeah. So anything to add to that? You good? I'm good. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening again. um, We really, really appreciate it. And as always, seek first the the kingdom kingdom of God. God. Thank you for listening to the Seek First podcast. We hope and pray that you have been encouraged and empowered to seek first the kingdom and righteousness of God in every area of your life. If you are a teen or young adult and have a question or topic that you would like Stephanie and Kurt to discuss on Seek First, simply email kurt at eastridge.church. Until next time, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness.